0: Well, guys, what's happening? We're back again with part two of Following Jesus. I'm so glad you took the time out of your day to hang out with us for the next 15 minutes as we continue to explore the word of God in a more modern fashion. Hey, listen, before we go any further, I have to always remind you guys, this is Listener Supported Radio, so we cannot do this without your support and your help. We need your help financially. We need your help spiritually through your prayers And uh, just uplifting us as we continue to proclaim the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, throughout this world. To become a contributing partner, you can find out more information on our website at pierrespodcast.com. There you can find out all you need to know about the ministry and yours truly, myself, Pastor Pierre Mayo. And as always, I encourage you to go check it out. All right. Without further ado, we're going to jump into today's message again, Following Jesus. This is part two, and we're going to pick up right after this. We left off last week saying how Jesus used the verse in John 8, 44 through 45 to explain to the Pharisees who their father was. I want to pick up by reading that verse again to bring things into proper perspective as we look at the scriptures today. And so it says, for you are the children of your father, the devil, and you love to do the evil things he does. He was a murderer from the beginning he has always hated the truth because there is no truth in him when he lies it is consistent with his character for he is a liar and the father of lies so when i tell you the truth you just naturally don't believe me listen carefully satan has and his children has always relied on deception and manipulation What does both of these sinful traits have in common? They both produce results for selfish desires. Let me say that again. They both produce results for selfish desires. When you can't have your way as a child of Satan, then your result is to act in natural tactics. These tactics at end produce destruction and death in your life and typically the lives of others, the lives that surround you. So Christ is pointing out here to them, you want to kill me because that's what your father wants to do. Listen carefully, saints. The world and especially those who walk the walk of their father wants to kill Christendom because they want their father's will to be done here on this earth. But this is what Jesus said in Matthew 16:18. Now I say to you that you are Peter, which means rock, and upon this rock I will build my church, and all the powers of hell will not conquer it. Listen, I want to speak to those who are being influenced by the world system, Satan system. Yes, walk this walk is hard and very challenging. And it seems like why does everything have to be a battle? Because the reality of it is, my friend, that we are in constant warfare spiritually as well as in the natural. And there is a battle that's going on in the spiritual realm that we can't even see. But fear not, brothers and sisters, for our Father in heaven knows what we suffer and he will always take care of us don't be like the pharisees who put on a great act of righteousness which is really only selfishness don't be like the guards who heard this amazing teaching of christ but then were so easily influenced by the pharisees no you want to be like the last person we are going to talk about today nicodemus That's who you desire to be like as a follower of Christ. We look at the first encounter of Nicodemus. Listen to this, I love this. He says in John 3, 1 through 21, there was a man named Nicodemus, a Jewish religious leader who was a Pharisee. After dark one evening, he came to speak with Jesus. Rabbi, he said, we all know that God has sent you to teach us. Your miraculous signs are evidence that God is with you. Jesus replied, I tell you the truth, unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. Verse 4 says, What do you mean? Exclaiming Nicodemus. How can an old man go back into his mother's womb and be born again? Jesus replied, I assure you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. Humans can reproduce only human life but the Holy Spirit gives birth to the spiritual life. So don't be surprised when I say you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it wants, just as you can hear the wind but can't tell where it comes from or where it is going. So you can't explain how people are born of the Spirit. How are these things possible, Nicodemus asked. Jesus replied, you are a respected Jewish teacher and you don't understand these things? I assure you, we tell you what we know and have seen and yet you won't believe our testimony. But if you don't believe me when I tell you about earthly things, how can you possibly believe me when I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ever, Ever gone to heaven and returned but the son of man has come down from heaven and as Moses lifted up the bronze snake on a pole in the wilderness so the son of man must be lifted up so that everyone who believes in him will have eternal life 16 says for this is how God loved the world he gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. God sent his son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. There is no judgment against anyone who believes in him. But anyone who does not believe in him has already been judged for not believing in him. God's one and only Son. And the judgment is based on this fact. God's light came into the world, but people loved the darkness more than the light, for their actions were evil. 20 says, all who do evil hate the light and refuse to go near it, for fear their sins will be exposed. And 21 says, but those who do what is right come to the light so others can see that they are doing what God wants. So here Jesus is telling the story to Nicodemus of what he must do to be saved. A plain and simple story, one that helps bring to light the necessary actions that must be taken to be a true follower of Jesus Christ. Listen, this brings us to our first point. Learn to be inquisitive with the things of God. Listen, my friend, when you're inquisitive with the things of God, you want to find out all there is to know about becoming a better follower of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You want to know what it truly means to be a disciple and to exercise your rights as a kingdom citizen become inquisitive find out research dig deep that's how you grow into becoming all that God has called you to become in him Nicodemus was respectful and very inquisitive he wanted to know he had saw what he had saw but now he wanted more details get more details Nicodemus got more details John 7, 50 through 52 says, Then Nicodemus, the leader who had met Jesus earlier, spoke up. Is it legal to convict a man before he is given a hearing? He asked. They replied, Are you from Galilee too? Search the scriptures and see for yourself. No prophet ever came from Galilee. Ask questions fairly. As mature believers, we reflect God's grace and mercy. Listen, even Nicodemus knew the law as he had studied it well to present a fair position for Christ's defense. He was ridiculed for his position, but in the end, it exposed all that Christ had told him about the Pharisees. I'm sure Nicodemus must have been wondering like, wow, we really do need to change our hardened hearts as Pharisees. We are a hardened people we must learn to defend what is truly right not based on world standards but based on the standards of god which brings us to our last and final point as to why we need to look like nicodemus saved and or not saved yet john 19 38 through 42 afterward joseph of arimathea who had been a secret disciple of jesus because he feared the jewish leaders Asked Pilate for permission to take down Jesus' body. When Pilate gave permission, Joseph came and took the body away. 39 says, With him came Nicodemus, the man who had come to Jesus at night. He brought about 75 pounds of perfumed ointment made from myrrh and alloys. Following Jewish burial custom, they wrapped Jesus' body with the spices and long sheets of linen cloth. The place of crucifixion was near a garden where there was a new tomb never used before. And so because it was the day of preparation for the Jewish Passover, and since the tomb was close at hand, they laid Jesus there. My pastor said something recently, Dr. James L. Mormon, that I'm going to echo right here. Your faith should cost you something. Listen, Nicodemus is a perfect example of his faith costing him something. See, Nicodemus came to faith and he, along with Joseph, both were very, very wealthy men and they paid into what they really believed. Did you catch what I just said there? They paid into what they really believed. See, Joseph owned the garden where Jesus was laid, and Nicodemus, well, he provided the burial spices, worthy into today's dollar amount of $200,000. These are great examples of men who were willing to pay the cost for their Lord and Savior who paid the ultimate cost for them and us by putting his life on the line so that we can have eternal salvation in heaven with our Heavenly Father. Listen, I want to close with this last thought. It was a quote I just read the other day and it simply says you want to have influence for real? Treat it like a savings account. The less you use it, the more you've got. As followers of Christ, we've got to do better with how we really influence those around us. We have a great opportunity to change the world around us, but we must not look like them. We will never influence the world trying to be like the world. Amen? I'm going to close with that last thought there, but I also want to just encourage you As always, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, here is a perfect opportunity for you to come into the faith. Come into the fold. The door is open and Jesus is waiting. Well, listen, my friends, as always, thank you for joining us today. I hope this message was a blessing to you and I hope it encourages you. And I hope it challenges you to go out and to live a life that is worthy of our Lord and Savior to be called his precious child, his heir to the kingdom. And as always, like and subscribe, Pierre's Podcast on Facebook, Pastor Pierre Mail on YouTube, as well as also any of the actual podcasting platforms that you may listen to, SoundCloud, uh, iTunes, Spotify, etc. You can find us there, Pierre's Podcast. And as always, continue to support us. We need your help. Pierre'spodcast.com. For more information about giving and becoming a partner, You've been listening to the one and only Pierce Podcast. Bye-bye. See you guys next week. God bless. Bye-bye.